from Monster Chiller Horror Theater. <laughs> Welcome to my scary crypt, my slimy sanctum. Yes, my evil scary crypt where we bring you the Monster Chiller Horror Movie. <laughs> and this week it's going to be a good one, believe me. We have coming on from Monster Chiller Horror Theater. I haven't had a chance to see it, but it's the odd couple. Oh, oh that's going to be scary, kids. You know that. It's uh, starring uh, uh, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau, and they play two roommates. One guy's uh, real clean, and the other guy is uh, a sportscaster that kind that drinks blood. He drinks blood and kills people. He's evil and dirty. You know that's scary. That guy's that dirty. All right. Woo! Next week, a monster chiller horror theater. The odd couple. It's a What do we got here tonight, kids? We're gonna have some laughs. Michael Rennie was hailing the so still that he told us where we stand. Flash Gordon was there in silver underwear. Claude Rains was the invisible man. Then something went wrong with Ray. With the annual Mod Mod World Halloween Spectacular, 
Uh, that was me first in the Gimme Gimme's doing science fiction double feature, double feature from their uh, amazing album Our Drag, and I think I've played some stuff for them before. All right, joining me is the uh, co-ghost host with the most from uh, up north, Mr. Darren Ford, bass player and singer extraordinaire, sometimes a member of the Shingles. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, and I'm your faithful sidekick, as always, hanging out, and this is my second podcast I've gotten to do, so... Of the year. Of the year, yeah. Yeah, we did yeah. one earlier this year. I hope it becomes a little bit of a tradition. Hey, it's awesome. This is our, I believe, fourth or fifth Halloween uh, modcast, doing it for Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World, and... Uh, Mr. Suave is not available right now. I, I, what's he doing? What did he say he was doing? In Seattle? I don't know what he's doing. He's up in Seattle. Uh, I, I believe they got a little bit of sun, so he's out enjoying that today. Enjoying that? Enjoying it. Enjoying that. And that's rare up there. Trust me. Well, you're from, uh, you're from Portland, just a little bit south of there. What's it looking like up there right now? Gloomy and doomy. I heard it was sunny today, though. Ah, um, yeah, we, we had a really, really short summer this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why you're down here. You're, uh, you're hitting the haunted houses. Uh, much like the Great Pumpkin, Darren is down for October, his annual October appearance. And he's been hitting some, uh, some haunted stuff down here in Southern California. What have you been doing so far? Um, I went to the Universal Halloween Haunt. Um, it was pretty cool. I had an absolute ball there. I'm going to be doing Not Scary Farm tomorrow night with some friends. Nice. And, yeah, and I, of course, hit the Disneyland parks, but they're not so scary Halloween party. <laughs> woo <Woo-hoo. laughs> uh, You know what? It was kind of I went with you the other day, and uh, seeing all these freaks in the light of day in 100-degree temperatures was pretty uh, frightening to me. Yeah, it was pretty scary, and we should have taken some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We should have. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there's nothing like seeing 300-pound people dressed up like... like Hot Topic rejects that they <laughs> are. <laughs> dressed up like chess pieces and... Uh, <laughs> That was uh, scary and sad. And, uh, well, uh, you know, this is a scary show, so that was a scary thing to talk about. Uh, uh, you know, it just kills me that the, A Nightmare Before Christmas has not been goth for about 15 years, and it still seemed to be carrying that tradition for some strange reason at these parks. <laughs> yeah, I have no comment on that, but I, <laughs> you know, I just, I gotta say, I do not like that overlay on the Haunted Mansion, like, at all. I uh, agree. And I'm in the minority, apparently, because people love that, that overlay, and I just don't like it. I think it's an excuse for them to just close down the Haunted Mansion for a month. It could be. All right, man, we're going to do Agent Orange, uh, Voices in the Night. This is 1986 from This is the Voice, Voices in the Night. Voices in the
and that was the uh, swing and neck breakers. What were they doing, Jim? No costume, no candy. That's a good policy. No costume, no candy. <laughs> you ever have any interlopers come to your house and like kids that are just too old? Oh yeah, and I always tell them, aren't you a little too old? Then I would be a hypocrite. You know, I noticed you only say that to the boys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Justin Bieber's of the world. And not the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That was off of Halloween Hoot Nanny from 1998. It's a good album. Let me ask you this. Did you ever, uh, did you, ever you yourself ever trick-or-treat when you were too old? I, last time I trick-or-treated, I was age 15, and I definitely felt too old. And I went as Robert Smith. It was Robert. Well, 15, is that too? I guess that is too old, isn't it? Uh, I, I definitely felt it, and after that, I just thought it was lame. And then I discovered partying at Halloween, and that got better. But, you know, considering that you were 15 when you were Robert Smith, probably uh, in your neighborhood, the neighborhood we grew up in, no one knew you were trick-or-treating. <laughs> probably There's too many other idiot kids that already look like that every day. True, so. true. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, and there's still idiot kids that look like that to this day, so... Oh, yes. <laughs> Before that... Uh, we heard The Goon from Bleed, and that was off the Monster Party 2000 album uh, that I played many tracks off of. Uh, if you have the, the chance to pick that up, do so. For that, we heard uh, Little Tibia and the Fibians from the Mad Monster Party soundtrack doing The Mummy, and that's a classic. If you don't know that song or that movie, you need to check it out. And you were kind of taking me down memory lane because I remember on Channel 5 out here, um, every year in October they played Mad Monster Party, and I used to watch it religiously. Yeah, Tom Hatton. Family Film Festival, and they, they would, uh, remember the theme song was reminiscing from Little River Band? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So, uh, all right, uh, just want to say hi to everyone out there. We have a few special listeners that uh, checked in with us before we started today. Julie Conwell. Good old Julie uh, was pretty excited about us recording, a lot more excited than we were to record this thing. We, uh, we, we made a couple cocktails before we started, and uh, I am, once again, as I do every year, drinking some pumpkin ale. It's the Great Pumpkin Ale, Charlie Brown. It is the Great Pumpkin Ale. Yeah, and speaking of scary, um, he, oh, had, no. he had taken a very, very scary photo of something that he ate at Disneyland when we went and had lunch. And I took him out to lunch for his birthday, because it is his birthday this week. It is. It is, yeah. That's pretty scary. Yeah, and um, you got a lot of pretty amazing, interesting comments on that. Three cheese Monte Cristo, or what did you get? Uh, you know, I don't have the picture up right now, but it was a Monte Cristo, but the, the Blue Bayou was closed, so we had to we had to go to the French market and order it. But I'm, I'm assuming that uh, this Monte Cristo comes from the same basement kitchen uh, that just puts out all the food to all the park. And the scariest thing was, I got the check. Uh, that, and uh, that was probably, you know, because I like Monte Cristos, but uh, I only eat one a year. I just allow myself one a year because it's just, you know, it's a heart attack just waiting to happen. You know, it's, you shouldn't deep fry a sandwich. Uh, and then cover it in powdered sugar and serve it with jelly. That's just that's a good policy to only eat one a year if you're going to eat one at all. Exactly. Uh, but this one doesn't count on my one a year list because it was so nasty. Uh, they're not even they're not even sandwiches. You know, a good Monte Cristo should taste like a French toast sandwich, and this was just horrid. I looked at it and I couldn't even. Yeah, I, you wanted me to try it, and I wouldn't even try it. I mm-hmm. stuck with my vegetable thing I got with tomato sauce. Yeah, well, he's eating healthy because he's eating for two. <laughs> so, so, all right, man, let's uh, let's go back to some more scary tunes here. Uh, we're gonna go back to uh, well, what year did this album come out? Uh, this is the Creeping Cruds, uh, all the way back to 2005. The incredibly strange people who stop living, Creeping Cruds, and this is all hail the horror host here on Mr. Suave's Mod Mod Scary World. We'll be back.
was a dark and eerie night in the peaceful little town of Nashville, Tennessee. The wind howled and the rain dripped like blood. As shadows moved unnoticed in the darkest, scariest corners of town, the last of the waking townsfolk fell off into an unsuspecting slumber. How could they ever have known that they would soon be awakened to encounter an unimaginable nightmare? The incredibly strange people who stopped living and became the Creeping Crush.
just heard Release the Bats by The Birthday Party, and I got at least a couple songs on here, and that was one that I wanted. Um, big Nick Cave fan, so I had that in there. And in that song, even though a lot of people consider him goth, um, he was making fun of goths in that song. So. Yeah, I think he is a goth. He, he's a little gothy. He, he won't comb his hair. He wears all black. He's all pasty. The only thing that makes him not goth is he's Australian. But, you know, there's a lot of goths in Florida, and I can't figure that out. It's so freaking hot there, and it's like the hotbed. You know, that's where Marilyn Manson's from, right? Yes, that is where Marilyn Manson is from. Is, that, is he goth? He, I guess he is goth. But would you put Marilyn Manson in the same category as Nick Cave? I wouldn't even do anything with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and before that, we heard Batlord. Um, the song was called Back from the Dead from the album Death by a Woman. Excellent album. It came out in 2009. Uh, not well-known band, but uh, if you like that song, you're going to like their whole album because it's really dark and really funny is what it is. So. Very cool. And then Adverts with a really, really creepy song called Gary Gilmore's Eyes with a very creepy story behind it. Yeah, that's really creepy. Uh, Gary Gilmore was a uh, guy who was convicted of murder in the state of Utah, I believe. Part of his last wishes when he died, he donated his corneas to uh, transplant people and uh, so there are I don't know if they're still alive but there are a few people two people at least walking around with uh, with, a, with a killer's cornea so uh, the adverts a uh, first wave kind of punky new wavy band uh, wrote a song in tribute called Gary Gilmore's Eyes yeah and, and really he, funny and he died by firing squad in Utah so I guess they weren't aiming for the head <laughs> and he scattered his ashes all over the great state of Utah and uh, I don't know if this affects the, the presidential race or not but uh most of it went over Mitt Romney's house. <laughs> I don't know if that has... It. He inhaled quite a bit of the dust, I think. Absolutely. The ashes, yeah. Before that, we also heard the Creeping Cruds. The with Creeping Cruds. All hail the horror host. That's right. The album, The Incredibly Strange People Who Stopped Living, and I can read it that time. He could. We had to take this twice because he couldn't read it the first time. And yes. Error-filled, and we really, really have the quality show here, and we like to, we, we like to do it right. Not that you're going to hear results... But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, I still can't get over that Monte Cristo sandwich that you had because um, I had a sandwich today. I had it in God's Waiting Room, which is Panera Bread. Now, why do you call it God's Waiting Room? Because when that's where all the old people go. As a matter of fact, um, where I live in Washington, they, the, they have the Panera Bread in there. They have pictures of senior citizens that have died that practically lived in that place in loving memory of. They have, I'm serious, I am, I'm... I'm not messing with you here. They actually have pictures of Let me ask you this, though. Away. Yes. Do they have free Wi-Fi? They do have free Wi-Fi. Well, then. Yes. Well, when all the libraries close, I think that's where everybody goes. They go to Panera Bread. 
You go to the Panera Bread. So what did you eat there? What did I have there? I had the Greek salad and the mozzarella panini. What are you pointing at me like I invented mozzarella? <laughs> you look like you did. <laughs> well, you know, maybe my ancestors did, but uh, fair enough. Uh, so a Greek salad. That, that involved, Well, I'm not even going to get into the Greek salad. I shouldn't have gone yeah, there. Yeah, he was good. He asked for the Swedish salad, but didn't have any, so he just got the Greek. <laughs> all right, we went through all that, uh, and we talked about your sandwich. Again, well, we talked about a sandwich on the Halloween podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just take uh, a moment now to mention that you're listening to Mr. Swab's Mod Mod World here on the, uh, well, the Mr. Swab Podcast Network. And uh, you can go to his homepage over at mrswab.com. That's M-I-S-T-E-R, swab.com. you got to spell it the Mr. I don't know why. You just do. Uh, so, you know, if you go to Mr. Swab with, with the abbreviated, you're not going to like what you get. So we've already talked about this many times. Uh, what did you get? Uh, you know what? Look it up and find out. If you like Cuban music, though, and salsa bands, <laughs> that is the place for you to go. I don't know. Maybe the rapper. I don't know. But uh, you're not going to get what you're looking for. So, uh, all right, let's move on here. We're going to do uh, another track that you picked. Yes, um, we're going to do The Mummies, The Fly. What do you know about The Mummies? Um, absolutely love this band. And I'm really bummed because they, they just got back together again. And they just did a show up in, um, up in Portland that I didn't know about. And I'm, I'm really bummed about that. Um, been listening to the Mummies for a long, long time. Um, you know, they're from San Mateo, California. Yes, they are. From they the are. Bay. And, you know, I never, my old band never got to do any shows with the Mummies, but we got to do shows with all the bands that weren't the Mummies that Wait, all the what, Mummies were in. What, what band? The Count Backwards. The Count Backwards? What band is this? I don't know this band. Um, they were kind of like what you would call a poor man's Paul Revere and the Raiders. Wait, the poor man's Paul Revere and the Raiders were Paul Revere and the Raiders. <laughs> I agree with that because I actually saw them in Laughlin one time. And well, it was a very poor man show. There were kind of uh, replacements of replacements of replacements. Like, I don't think there's any original Paul Revere's or Raiders in that band at this point. Well, the ones that looked like they had a lot of plastic surgery definitely looked like they were probably originals in the band. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But yeah, um, so. Did they do kicks? No, they didn't do kicks. What? Nope. But they keep getting harder to find. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. How can you... They had to have done kicks. Come on, dude. No, I'm serious. Come on, dude. They didn't. Dude. They're honestly... You know, the only thing that was really <laughs> redeemable about that show was their half their act was a comedy act. Not on purpose. Oh, no. It was on purpose. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> and where was this? In Laughlin? This was in Laughlin, Nevada. Laughlin. Beautiful Laughlin, Nevada. Yes, where 60s bands go to die. And then they bury them in Bullhead City. Yes, they do. And then Mark Riggs. Exactly. All right, uh, this is going to be The Mummies doing The Fly. Uh, what's this? What year is it? About early 90s, right? 99? Early 90s, definitely, yes. Awesome. Let's do it.
I'm an undertaker. Anybody dead today? What? Anybody dead today? No. Oh, pity. Still, just checking. Oh, I think you must have the wrong address. No, no, just try my luck. I'm a freelance. So, you haven't got anyone you want buried? No. Sure, professionally, with discount. Look, I think I would know if there was anybody here who was dead. Nobody you want just dumped? No, thank you. No bodies hanging around? Nothing? No. Still, no harm in asking. Yes, thank you very much. Be lucky. Oh, uh... Yes? Anybody ill? No! Anybody a bit weak? No, thank you. You know, I don't mind waiting. I've got the hearse outside. No, thank you very much indeed. Who's the oldest in the house? Wh why? No reason, no reason. Any smokers live here? No, look, we've all given up. Thank you very much. You don't look too good. I feel fine, thank you. Are you sure? No, never felt better now. Thank you very much. As often a sign, perhaps I'd better stick around. Go away! Any elderly cats? Go away! Decrepit dogs, moribund mice? Get out! Terminal tortoises? Go away! Takers never around when you need them.
All right, that was a return to the 80s. That was a rock block set of uh, rock of the 80s stuff. Uh, that was Fun Boy 3, The Lunatics Have Taken Over the Asylum. Uh, I got that off of the Really Saying Something compilation that was their greatest hits. I think they're, it was off the first album, right? Uh, self-titled, Fun Boy 3? Self-titled, yes. The Lunatics Have Taken Over the Asylum. For that, we heard Love and Rockets doing Haunted When the Minutes Drag off of Seventh Dream of Teenage Heaven. Uh, great album. Amazing album. Every song on there is just phenomenal. And before that, we heard Sunday Morning from the Bolshoi. Uh, the album's called Friends, all of the uh, the R circle, so uh, they're trying to say fiends or friends. They, they are. Double entendre there. Yes. Oh, I don't even know it's not entendre. I think it's intentional. <laughs> and before that, we started off with uh, another Darren pick. The Mummies did the fly off of... Uh, Play their own records. That's a cool album. Cool album. Cool album cover, too. The band, they're all fancy with bow ties. <laughs> That's right. Fancy, but they have great vintage equipment that they always play through. So uh, I know a couple of these songs of the Bolshoi when Sunday Morning and uh, the Lunatics from uh, Funboy 3 aren't necessarily Halloween songs, but they kind of have that scary vibe. Maybe not scary, but uncomfortable vibe. Uh, the Bolshoi, Sunday Morning is about uh, pretty much how they did want to go to church. Yes, it was. I think it was just a big complaint to get in there, but it's got the kind of scary part in the middle. Right? Yeah, like, yeah that's, the, that's the reason why I think we played it. Yes, definitely. It's, and, like, it's like the devil's talking, but he's, he's saying good things. Yes, hypocritical is what they're saying. The hypocrisy of religion, as always. Um, funny thing is, I got to see the Bolshoi and Love and Rockets play together at a show. Did you? Where was this? This was at the Hollywood Palladium, and I Hollywood believe this Palladium. was back in 1986. Yes, 1986. 86. Yes, and um, it was the Lucy Show. The, the Lucy Show. Uh, you know... I wish you had more time because I'd love to find a, a good track from the Lucy Show because they were a great band too. Uh, Absolutely phenomenal band. They kind of fell in with uh, with this darker stuff uh, like Love and Rockets and Bullshoy and uh, Flesh for Lulu stuff yes. like that. Yeah, but uh, they were actually kind of poppy, very very poppy, and they were signed to Sire Records, I think. Uh, gosh, I think so. Yeah, I think it was a Yellow label on there. Yeah, yeah definitely. But um, and then I got to see the Bullshoy when they came back on this Friends tour. Um, and the, believe it or not, the band that opened up for everybody at the time was Drama Rama. Drama Rama. Yeah, I think. Drama Rama actually was the band that brought in the crowd because half the crowd left after Drama Rama was done. Well, absolutely, uh, they had a huge fall. You know, they all wound up moving to uh, Southern California because their following was the biggest here. Because uh, K Rock broke their their anything anything album, yeah, definitely record. And they always put on a really really good show. The album was Cinema Verite, by the way. Yes, very very good album. Yeah, so yeah, and the Bolshoi actually put on a pretty decent. Um, concert themselves but half the audience unfortunately left but it was still a really really good show you know what's funny is I saw Love and Rockets I've seen I saw Bauhaus the first time but uh, I never saw Tones on Tails I don't know if they did they tour Tones on Tails did tour not too long ago they, no I'm not too long ago I mean originally yeah maybe. they originally toured um, I had never went to a show I was too young but um, I heard that they were famous for wearing all white on stage and w- when you could go hang out with them backstage but if you were dressed in black you were not allowed to go backstage their shows. <laughs> well, that's pretty odd. Yeah, pretty odd. Maybe kind of they cool. were maybe they were Japanese gods because you know white is the death color in Japan. Is it real? So, yeah. Did not know that. It is. And uh, Fun Boy Three, the lunatics have taken us. I never saw Fun Boy Three. I saw. Well, I've seen the specials recently. Uh, you know, with Terry Hall, without Jerry Dammers. Um, but I, I, you know, and I never saw the color code. Never saw Fun Boy Three. But uh, great, great song. Uh, Funny, funny song uh, in the midst of a lot of other songs are actually pretty serious. Uh, the second album, uh, Terry All even wrote a song about being molested. Uh, Did he? Yeah, the last song on the album, uh, 
which I forget now. But uh, yeah, uh, he, you know, he's a serious guy, or he was a serious guy. I'm a huge fan of Terry Hall. I've liked almost yeah. everything he's ever done. I remember buying a compilation that kind of just went chronologically through his music through career. Through the specials and the color field and uh, Terry Hall and uh, Anushka. Yeah. And uh, the thing he did with Dave Stewart. Yes. And all that stuff. Absolutely yeah. amazing uh, Vegas, stuff. I believe. Vegas, so, yeah, yeah. It was the band. Yeah, really good stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, as recently as last year, he was back with the specials, touring. Um, and anything he does is usually worth uh, listening to. Uh, yeah, great songwriter, great singer, just great performer. Everything about him is just very cool. Well, that was awesome, and that was a nice trip back to the 80s to listen to a little bit of the darker stuff that we uh, used to like to listen to back then. Definitely, definitely. Along with everything. People people malign the 80s for a lot of things, but there was a lot of great music that happened in the 80s. Uh, just, it just wasn't being played on regular radio. No, it wasn't. You had to actually go look for it and not be <laughs> spoon-fed it like you do today. Well, you actually had to walk into your record store that yes. sold records. And they didn't have auto-tune. They had to sing. That's true. <laughs> Funny world back then. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to close out the show. We have, a, we have a couple of good ones in the show, uh, bringing it back to the mod theme a little bit. I think we've strayed a little bit uh, and uh, got to thank Mr. Swap for letting us do this. Uh, it's like my fourth or fifth Halloween modcast, and uh, it's always fun. I always get good response from people. And... Uh, we're going to go play something really cool from a really good mod band, The Action. The Action, very, very good band. Doing Shadows and Reflections, which is also not really a Halloween song. It's, a, it's about a broken love affair. But, uh, you know, the title alone. It's got harpsichord. <laughs> it does. Which is always creepy That's and cool. That's scary. Ooh. Yes. And then we're going to wrap it up with uh, Ellie's psychedelic band, October Country, doing My Girlfriend is a Witch. And I think everyone at some point in their life has had that feeling definitely quite a few times and it seemed to be kind of a theme from the 60s because another band that I absolutely love the Sonics that had a song just called The, the Witch, Witch. <laughs> yeah it's a good song alright that's going to wrap it up for us uh, for another year of uh, the Halloween Spooktacular if you know what I mean so alright guys thanks a lot for listening we really appreciate uh, you guys listening and the comments you leave and uh, the feedback that you give us Darren thanks a lot for coming uh, and doing the show with me always an honor i'm just so glad i get to be a part of this once in a while i hope we get to do it again hey it's always a lot of fun we will definitely do this again uh we'll make this a halloween tradition Woo-hoo. but uh until next year if you're trick-or-treating in seattle i would stay away from mr swab's house he's creepy very creepy Boo! hey aren't you gonna wait and greet the great pumpkin huh it won't be long now. If the great pumpkin comes, I'll still put in a good word for you. Good grief. I said if. I meant when he comes. I'm doomed. One little slip like that can cause a great pumpkin to pass you by. Oh, great pumpkin, where are you? There's an old vacant apartment Above the shop on the square Something keeps bringing me back to Those final moments we shared To that glass the reflections Cast their glow on the door Empty shadows of night on the
Don't ever brag about what you do if you saw a ghost, or one will surely come. Don't slam the door because you might pinch some poor soul in it. Don't leave sharp knives lying around either, or some wandering spirit or ghost might get cut with them. Don't go looking over the graveyard wall. If you do, you will see ghosts. Don't laugh at ghosts. They are no joke.